Right now, a future president could be running as a local candidate on your ballot. This person is vying to represent you, your family, and your community. Do you know what they are and what they stand for? Vote411.org is your tool for accurate and unbiased, up-to-the-minute election information on the candidates running in local races. Just enter your address to get started. Your vote is your power, the power to decide who represents you in 2022 and beyond. Get online, get the facts, and make your voice heard on election day. So how's your day so far? Okay, good, good. Righteous, bro, righteous. So, All right, good. Uh, got quite a few more interviews today, so so we're gonna okay. keep it right and quick, so that okay. way we can get you all the all the time we can use for you in this in this first one. And I'd like to say right now, if you have a good time, uh, I'd love to have you back on again in about a month to check in on your campaign. Sure. Okay, that'd be great. Righteous, man. So. Uh, let everybody know in Maui and throughout the islands who you are and what you're running for. Okay. Uh, aloha, everyone. Uh, my name is Mike Molina. I'm um, born born in Maui, raised in Makawao. And uh, prior to uh, getting into politics, I uh, was a public school teacher uh, for roughly 10 years. And then uh, 2000, I got elected to the county council and served for five terms up until 2010. And after that, I went to uh, work and be part of Mayor Arakawa's administration for eight years as an executive assistant, overseeing our boards and commissions. And then I ran for office again in 2018 and got elected to the council and just recently got elected again in 2020. And I currently serve as the government ethics and uh, government uh, relations, ethics and transparency committee chair, uh, where we oversee uh, legal matters and other issues. And I'm running for mayor. Right. Ah, so uh, with that being said, uh, running for mayor, um, could you ex help explain for everyone at home mm -hmm. what the mayor's part is in the whole system? Because I like getting the, the info straight from the source here, so then that way they know okay. who to talk to and what you actually can do for them. 
Okay. Well, first, the mayor is the chief executive of the county of Maui. Um, he oversees the uh, directors who uh, he typically appoints most of them, except for the uh, police uh, chief, the fire chief, and the uh, person, uh, director of personnel. And the um, mayor's uh, administration, they're tasked with uh, carrying out the laws created by the council. And the typically, the mayor every year will submit a proposed budget uh, to the council, and the council will uh, likely uh, massage it and, and make some adjustments. And the council passes the budget, and the mayor has the option of either signing the, the budget into law or vetoing or not signing the budget. And um, that, in a nutshell, is uh, basically what the role of the mayor is. Right on. So you already gave us a little history, and mm -hmm. you told us what it does. What would you want to do in that office, sir? Well, I guess um, the number one uh, issue we have is the uh, lack of housing. I, I know it's been called affordable housing, but I think we have to uh, change that to now attainable housing. Um, I've got uh, several solutions. Uh, one would be uh, setting aside county land, uh, and we can uh, build on that and keep you know prices somewhat affordable or attainable. And then we can also uh, rehabilitate some existing structures uh, that we can move families in and also develop partnerships with uh, builders and landowners to, uh, again, uh, maybe uh, uh, cost share uh, for some of the proposed uh, projects uh, that could hopefully be on the horizon. But again, everything must be uh, done right and uh, be uh, well-planned and, of course, uh, uh, have minimal impacts on our environment. And other issues I'm looking at is diversifying our economy, relying less on tourism, and expanding our agriculture, um, hopefully to the point where uh, we become food exporters more so than being food importers. Man, that is a and song I, I have been hearing from, from all sides right now. You know, I, mm -hmm. I was I was talking... Uh, I was talking to um, someone from Big Island, and they were saying that mm -hmm. like they they've only got one percent of their budget is ag. Mm -hmm. I just like how how do we not? I mean, for a place so lush and full of life, how is there not enough support system in for that? Exactly. I mean, we've got the land, uh, but I, I guess the the what makes it difficult for uh, you know small independent farmers is the the, the cost of well, not only the land but actually more the, the water, and of course uh, fertilizer and everything else. Uh, the materials, you know, consistently go up because of where we're at and having to bring in a lot of stuff. But uh, I think government can come in there and, and help subsidize. And of course, we've now have a we'll be having a uh, Department of Agriculture, which can be a advocates for our, our uh, small farmers and I, I believe with the Department of Agriculture and uh, working with uh, you know other state agencies and private agencies I'm really optimistic that we can really uh, build agriculture up uh, you know since we've lost pineapple and sugar I, I see that I believe we have opportunities to really expand uh, our agriculture industry and that of course includes ranching as well as you know just growing uh, crop agriculture as well right on so um hmm i'd, I'd have to say because if you're running for mayor i'd love to to bend your ear and sure. know what you have to say about the uh proposed kahului and wailuku expansions that were recently announced okay uh, are you talking about the expansions of well the uh as far as the the downtown living in wailuku and stuff and uh you know, some people are kind of worried that it, it might lead to a gentrification wave more than a 
subsidized housing. Oh, oh okay. You're talking about like uh, Wailuku and Waikapu. Yeah. Uh, yeah, or, or more so those areas, I guess. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I know some people we're looking at are really insistent upon, and I agree that uh, keeping uh, areas like Wailuku and, and Waikapu uh, separate, yeah. And um, I think we need to maintain those buffers because each place has its own character. And I'd hate to see you to the point where it just becomes merged, lumped in all in, all in as one community because each, each place has its own distinctive uh, character and history. So I think it, uh, we have to definitely plan it right. And the role of our um, community plan, uh, I guess our community plans need to be... Uh, followed as much as we can and i think right now we've got the uh, south maui uh, community plan is due for some changes as well so uh this is why we need everyone in, uh, to participate and to help determine uh, how we want our communities to look and have that feel and so we don't have uh so much uh you know as you say gentrification and uh I like to keep the you know our, our communities distinct from one another you know because of their 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 history and and individual charm. Right on. So outside of those uh, biggest viewpoints on the office and what you could do with it. Okay. Uh, well, I, I've always believed in um, in open and accountable government. I've I've done that for 14 years as a council member. Um, I listen with empathy, and I, I respect all opinions and uh, treat people's uh, uh, whatever they have to say with respect. And I believe um, leaders uh, in in executive uh, positions, like the mayor, they should serve as facilitators and not dictators. And you know, all all leaders should be amenable to maintaining open and positive relationships. And I see the uh, mayor's role with the council um, critical towards having a good relationship. Because if you have a very rocky relationship with the council, it's difficult to get things done. So that, those are some of the things that I, I aim to do in terms of you know, establishing relationships, uh, not only with the council, but other community stakeholders. Uh, we, we all have to work together. Uh, it's all been my belief that uh, no individual or candidate can do or has all the answers. Uh, I've always seen it that any candidate that says he or she has all the answers, that's a red flag. Because uh, I'll use myself as an example. As a council member, I've uh, put out some uh, cutting-edge legislation for housing and the environment, but it would not have been possible without the contributions of the various stakeholders uh, from the community. And I've been always quick to give praise to, to those who've contributed. And that's what is important, what is important for a lot of people. I think you need to uh, give praise and recognition to everyone and that way things can move forward and it helps people feel uh, less disenfranchised with government you know you have to make sure you recognize people for their contributions to make them feel like they they are a part of our our government which is so true patronage is key i mean that's that's a that's you know one of the most intangible parts about a community is morale and when you recognize what people bring to the table they not only appreciate that but they bring more to the table eventually you, you got it and that's the key bringing everybody to the table you you, you can't just uh, work with only specific groups you've got to get as many people involved bring them to the table otherwise you know, you're gonna have uh, people uh, like I said feeling left out disenfranchised and feeling like they're they're not a part of the process. I would love to hear your thoughts about uh, the entertainment industry in Maui. I mean, we got a few bigger mm -hmm. pictures this last year, even during COVID, HBO took up mm -hmm. shop. 
Uh, and uh, we have a lot more low-budget pictures and ultra-low-budget stuff that's even starting to look like woofing farms but movies. But mm-hmm. I, I would love to, to hear your thoughts on, on things that we could do with that industry and use it better for Maui. Sure. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm open to it. Uh, you know, I guess working uh, with the uh, wherever our film uh, coordinator will be, um, it does bring in money to the community. But uh, I, I guess we have to make sure that what's uh, portrayed here in Maui is done with, with sensitivity and yes. uh, not, uh, I guess, you know, any, any type of material that might be perceived distasteful. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, I would want to make sure that we, we have Maui County portrayed in a very positive light. And, um, and of course, now with COVID, too, we have to make sure that uh, that we take whatever necessary protocols to ensure uh, if there is an outbreak that uh, we can do things safely and efficiently. And, uh, you know, we, we do have a lot of talent here, you know, to, for, for the entertainment industry that could be showcased as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, no, personally, as, as someone who's worked office on a lot of these movies over the past few years, like, I mm-hmm. I have to say one of the most disconcerting things to me is watching um, really, really inefficient, cheap, low-budget mainland pictures come out here and then use the tax credit. Spend $1 here, take $4 home, you know? Yeah, exactly. I want the money. I, I'm like, I'm with you. I want as much of the money to stay here. Yeah, I, I really feel that that there's I, I, I think to a degree just because like I I, I kind of found myself alone in the office as like the only Kanaka kid that knew the paperwork. So it was kind of good for me because it kept getting me the job. But like I it made me soon realize that there's just not a lot of I don't know if, how available it is there for those in that industry to find it, whether it be the talent or future producers or kids that are like, I mean, we just had. All these kids graduate from this new flagship program from Maui Community College, and mm-hmm. they're all looking to be filmmakers because they took the chance on not going off to like New York Film School. So, how mm-hmm. are we going to be able to ensure that they know the process and how to be a part of it and make something that's, you know, Maui built mm-hmm. instead of, you know, just something handed off for uh, a tax subsidy? Right, exactly. And of course, if we're going to uh, grow, make them homegrown products, we want to make sure we provide them opportunities to stay here and be in a profession that will provide them a real livable wage. Because otherwise, if uh, no, no opportunities exist here, it'd be a shame to, you know, they, 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 they've trained here and all of a sudden they're going to take their talents elsewhere because of a lack of opportunities. So, from from your perspective and your time spent in, I, I would love to hear what you think that the people of Maui could be doing right now, uh, either in ways of participating more or things you like to see more of the people. I really think that mm-hmm. like being able to hear that directly from those in office who can mm-hmm. champion them to come out and participate in any way. Mm. Yeah, I, I'd like to see a more... Um, a, a, a wider variety of people coming out to testify on many of our issues. I mean, we, we have our regular folks that come out and testify, which is great, but sometimes um, you see the, the folks that come out to testify, um, their points of view tend to be the same, whereas you don't hear a lot from the, the so-called uh, vocal, um, um, or the, uh, what's that term, the, uh, the majority, the silent majority. Yes. I like to see more of the silent majority come out because you hear it on the streets. You know, I've, I've been approached many times with people who have a different point of view and they're expressing their concerns, but they're either intimidated about testifying or they just don't have the time to write. 
But the minute they see you, then they expect your concern. So I would like to uh, you know, encourage people, to, don't be uh, afraid to speak uh, your mind publicly. Uh, you know, no one is, uh, is a perfect speaker, but, you know, I, I believe we, we all have it in our heart to say what we have to say. We may not say it uh, perfect in terms of uh, grammar, but, you know, the council members uh, get the idea. And, and it's always nice to hear other perspectives. So I would uh, really encourage people not to be shy. Um, if you need help, well, I guess these days we've been doing it by computer, uh, via the Blue Jeans application. It's really not that hard if uh, you need help. Please don't be afraid to ask. Uh, I was brought up with the philosophy is a dumb question is one that isn't asked. So always ask. There's no shame in asking. So that's what, what I'd really like to see a lot. And of course, more participation from our citizens on our various boards and commissions. Uh, so yeah, it's it's more, uh, as a friend once told me, um, if, if you, if you, uh, complain and don't participate then don't 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 uh, don't grumble yeah if you don't participate don't grumble you it's, know when it's, i was a, a two-way street you know when i was a kid my my grandfather was stationed at camp pendleton there was this local newspaper that he would read every mm -hmm. morning and i remember one election season when i was a kid because mm -hmm. it was next to the comics because they back then they those guys put the political cartoons right next to the daily comics and they instead <laughs> of the regular cartoon the guy drew one card and it says I exercise my right to not bitch because I didn't vote in the election. Yeah. You put your name here and you sign them and you hand them out. Yeah, yeah. And I think uh, a few years ago they had that, that slogan, uh, no vote, no grumble. You yeah, know? absolutely. Slogan, you know, I think there's there's yeah. not a lot that, I mean, many people think that the system is broken. There is, there is definitely a, a concept that I saw perpetrated on the mainland in my time spent there that there's just this, enough of an apathy that people are like eh, things don't get done anyways you know but i think it's just they don't realize that that's the apathy is why it doesn't get done and if you keep feeding that that monster then eventually nobody will care exactly yeah that, uh, it's unfortunate and you know I, I'm, I'm seeing more in a lot of the, the younger generation um it, i guess if one could uh do the demographics as to who comes out to vote. You know, I, I think you have a higher percentage of people over, say, 40, 45. Those are the folks that, that's voting. But I'd like to see more of the younger generation come out and, and participate because, after all, it's uh, they're going to be the future leaders of our community. So I, I, hopefully there's uh, we can find uh, some some more carrots on the stick, so to speak, to get the younger voters out there as well. Although I think there's been an increase over the last few years, but uh, still it's the uh, older folks that are, are participating more in terms of voting from what I see. Well, we've got just a little bit more time left here. Uh, so if there's anything you'd like to cover before we wrap out, please. Oh, okay. Well, uh, I certainly would like uh, everyone's support. Uh, I, I bring with me um, 14 years of experience on the Maui County Council on the uh, legislative branch and another eight years as an executive assistant uh, to Mayor Ar former Mayor Arakawa on the uh, executive branch. So I have a very good idea of how uh, both branches of government work, uh, the inner workings of our department, the budget process, 
and uh, just, a, a, I, I believe, a solid overview how things get done. And I have a, a very sound legislative record. Uh, you can go and see what I've done on my website at votemikemolina.com. And please feel free to call me um, anytime. My number is 808-264-4859, and we can talk story. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a very grassroots, low-budget guy. I, I think if you've seen the recent campaign spending reports, my uh, two of the other uh, high-profile name uh, opponents, the mayor and uh, uh, Mr. Bisson, they're raking in a lot of dollars. I mean, that's that's their good luck. Uh, my my belief, I I just do it grassroots. I'm not, I don't accept uh, humongous donations from large corporations and things of that nature. Uh, it's just my philosophy is the more money you, big money you take in, there's going to be an, an expected return from you. So uh, for me, I've just been uncomfortable uh, with being, well, I don't want to call it held hostage, but uh, that's why I've, I, I generally don't reach out to large corporations and other types of, uh, you know, individuals who have tons of money. I just like to keep things grassroots. My donations typically come from uh, retirees and small business and working families. And I'm so grateful that, you know, people with their precious resources are willing to support my campaign. So I'm just going to do the old fashioned style. Uh, uh, nothing fancy. You're not going to see a ton of signs uh, uh, like uh, the other candidates have, but uh, my door is always open. And I lo love to engage with uh, anyone out there. Right on, right on. Well, I appreciate you creating less litter out there because I got to say, like, I, you know, when, when, I was, when I was younger and I put time into campaigns, I always appreciated the ones who either A, didn't make as much trash or actually cuckooed all their stuff afterwards because mm -hmm. my biggest grumble is watching all of those signs fly away three days after election because the losers no like picked them up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good point. And yeah, I, I kind of operate from that same philosophy. I mean, I, I just put signs enough where you know, uh, you know, in, in hopefully visible areas. But I'm not a big uh, sign guy. Well, first of all, it takes a lot of money. I don't have a lot of money, but I've always been, sort of like you. I want to min minimize the eye pollution, yeah, so mm -hmm. to speak. And uh, you know, I think people will judge you by your merits and not by the amount of signs you have. And, uh, you know, it's just about coming up, talking story with people one-to-one one one and, uh, uh, you know, making a few phone calls and making yourself available. And a lot of people appreciate that. They like that old style of campaigning. And I'm not one that I'm going to send out those mail-outs because I've seen it so many times. It becomes Opala, just like the signs. That's people right. will just throw them on the ground at the post offices or wherever they see it. So. It's just making more more rubbish for the landfill. So I, I'm going to do my best to try and minimize that. Hey, bro, you sound like the type of guy who could probably have a rocking party in the Liquor Shack parking lot and get it all done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm doing just uh, uh, old style, old school, you know. One handshake at a time, bro. There you go. There you go, the old style. One handshake at a time. You got that. Well, right on. Mahalo, bro, for coming on today. And I hope to have you back on in the future to catch up on your campaign. Oh, I'd love to come in anytime. You just give me a call and uh, we'll set up a day and time. Love to talk story with you and, and your Jeez. listeners again. All right. Well, you have a wonderful rest of your day and uh, I'll talk to you again soon. Aloha. Okay. Aloha, Kavika. Thank you again. <gasps>
Make sure to subscribe and follow on your favorite podcast platforms to add our weekly episodes to your queue.